This is a test of the Bounty Park Alert System. Hello, <laughs> welcome to Lattice Football Morning with me, Matt Dean. And me, Sexy Dave Bradley. Uh, we've just come up with another alter, alter ego for you, but we can't reveal We cannot that. reveal. Just we, we nearly missed the start time because we were working on something special. Secret projects for secret people. Yeah, some um, something to look forward to in the summer, which is something we'd like to invite you all to join us with. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, yeah, a yeah. secret at the minute. It'll be good. It'll be good, good, be good. good. Yeah. Evening, Robert. Evening, Paul Fairley. Yeah, um, evening, and good morning, Latix37. Evening, Paul. My friend in Stevenage. Mm. Good evening, guys. From Oldham Fan. So I presume you can hear us anyway, because all yeah. that messing about, I wasn't sure if I'd forgot to press a button or do something. <laughs> but um, We'll get a phone call of Andy in a minute. Um, yeah. Why is it his Swiss uh, delegation? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's uh, it's transfer deadline day in the Football League. Yeah, so we're doing a deadline special. Yeah, I forgot about that when I put the tweet uh, out before. Yeah. Well, what did I put in that we, we've got to talk about the disappointing result and performance at the weekend? Mm-hmm. Um, how are the new signings are bedding in. Now we've got a new signing to talk about as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, without further ado, shall we bring a guest in? Yeah, let's bring in Brad. Yeah. Hi, Brad. Hey, lads. You all right? I won't yeah. call you by your nicknames. Did you hear oh, us? Did you we doing all that? <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought you might have done. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Is a, I I forgot all about that. It's a good idea, though, isn't it? It, it looks... Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear, I, I didn't hear it all because uh, what I heard is uh, what you were calling yourself for that. Don't, leave it. Don't, it's, it's, <laughs> you, you, will pilot, you will be sued. You will be sued. Hear me. I know. <laughs> yeah, this is what, honestly what we get up to in here. You could have heard a lot worse. To be honest with you. Jesus um, Christ! If you'd exactly. only got ten minutes earlier. Uh, yeah. we, 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 we're just having a laugh, um, weren't we? I just kept looking. It was on. It was on mute, and then Dave kept like pissing himself, and then it came off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? Come on, anyway. <laughs> I told myself that, and then I thought, right, okay, I'll leave you to yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what, what, what's um, apart from that? Obviously, uh, what else have you have you found up to talk about, Brad? What's what's your hot topic? Well, Saturday was uh, it came came to expect it, didn't we? Uh, I think I tweet, uh, tweeted it the day before. It's got a one 0 walking written all over it. Uh, I think the reaction to it, I think it's a bit over the top. Uh, a lot of people like really angry and like questioning Melanie and stuff like that. I like thinking a bit, a bit bizarre. Just like chill, just chill. Because I think what we say that's fourth defeat. We're not losing. We were losing like one in every four and stuff, and we're still in the playoffs. So I think we just, I think fans just need to calm down a bit, don't we? I think it, for my overriding emotion was frustration. I was just frustrated that. It happened again against. It, it's got to be mentality, Brad, hasn't it? It's what, what? What do you think it is? How can it? How can it be explained to go from Tuesday night beating third in the table to, to losing against fourth from bottom on Saturday? I have, I have no idea. It's it's just a phrase, isn't it? What we all say, typical that. It's it's just over the years. You just it just happens and happens and. I think the biggest concern, which I, which I'm seeing at the moment, you you've been there all the games, aren't you, from Hartlepool uh, on Boxing Day to 
to walking, we're not really creating many chances apart from set pieces. Yeah, it was the same uh, against Barnet, wasn't it? Without well, those two penalties, yeah, we'd have been struggling. Score an open we? play, did we? We didn't have yeah. many shots. Yeah, a Dawkins, I think, was a corner, weren't it? What Fondop scored off, and was it? Who was who, did, who else did we play? Uh, Hartlepool New Year's Day, that was a, another set piece, weren't it? Well, which yeah. Fond up again. Yeah, so, we are struggling. Barnet as well. Yeah, we just don't seem to be creating enough. Uh, Chance, I think that's where it's going wrong. We we just wanted to hoof it, and we, we get into a hoof game and against a, a big defence, which we, we, we struggle. And Fondop's not one of them players which can play at home. I don't think he's obviously better away for a while because that's where he gets most of his goals. But I mean yeah. that that kind of thing though. That where's the logic in that? Do you know <laughs> what I mean? That doesn't make any sense, does it? I, I, I when you look at the form and you and you and you. There might be some kind of logic to to the data, if you like, but the actual logic of why I mean it's like the whole team, like why can't they perform at home? It's no different, really. Well, in fact, it, it should work in your favour performing it, at home, but it doesn't. It's just like a hoodoo, isn't it, at Boundary Park? It's just it just it's just not it's just cursed, isn't it? <laughs> I feel sometimes it is, isn't it? I, 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 you can't put your finger your foot your finger on it, can you? What is the actual thing with it? Because we, we performed well on Tuesday. We, I thought we deserved the win. I know it were two penalties. We, I thought we, we passed it really well against yeah. Barnet. We passed it really well. I thought, oh, here we go. We're all right, yeah. But then Saturday, we were just totally the opposite where we just went wrong. And so if I think, obviously, I've, I've not been Hogan's biggest fan. I think we missed him. Oh, massively. Uh, yeah, it, it showed where there was like no leadership, no talking to a panicking. Kitchen had his worst game for us. It, in since he since he joined, and he, I think it just a, a number of things happened where what? collectively everyone were bad, weren't they? What got me was that they got to the eighteen yard box, both um, Daichev and um, Kitchen, and they just stopped and they didn't want to take anyone on, did they? They, they never went any further forward. It was just as, it was as if they, they just didn't want to progress or they were going to get caught out on the break. Because to be fair, I thought Walking did play really well in the good passing game. The midfield was. Unbelievable, but I think we spoke yeah. on Twitter, didn't we? Saying it was like watching two different teams from Tuesday to Saturday. It was, yeah, Oldham, Oldham was just they were so poor, they were chasing shadows, weren't they? Exactly, like someone said, like they didn't, didn't play well, walking, but I thought they, they, they were well drilled. They, they pressed us, they got in our face, they pressed us a lot, and passed it around a lot more than what I expected to. They didn't really yeah. create much, uh, but they, they had the majority of the ball. I thought, and I, I thought they. Well deserved the win. Yeah, we just we I didn't agree. do anything. I thought and, they, and, I thought they put some good moves together. It wasn't like they were brilliant for ninety minutes and playing. Yeah. But, but but they they were more effective at getting the ball through the phases of play up to the top end of the pitch on the ground than we were. And they played some nice balls and and some decent football. And 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 every time we got it, Brad, we give it back to them, didn't we? We just kept giving it back to them like we did, yeah. like that, like we were doing under Unsworth week in week out, hoofing the ball, giving it back to them, and then having to defend. Yeah, that, that and do you know what annoyed me? I, I think uh, I can't pronounce his name. Is it Sack Death? Sack Death, I think. All yeah. oh, right, sorry. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you pronounce the right it. Back. But the right back. How many times did he put a ball in? And he put in what three players missed it all at once. Yeah. And it was on a plate and stuff like that. And then yeah. he did it two or three times. Just thinking, just somebody just have a shot. And it, it winds me up where, like, you know, where it looks like it opens up for the players. And we just stop and we go sideways. Just fucking hit it because anything yeah. could happen. 
I get, I like this joke here, but it's also quite pertinent. What happened to Dickinson when he joined? I thought it was the real deal. Ba boom. <laughs> That's a good one. But, no, but yeah, he's, he's been warming up, hasn't he? I, I, yeah. I was there. I was there pretty early on Tuesday and Saturday. And he's been doing the warm up with, like, you know, the fringe players. With I think he was Sutton, Green, and him who were doing like a warm up. So it, it must be fit. And obviously, mm. we've got another striker come in and. I don't. I, this is the ninth striker of the season. It's get. But what do you think of Garner coming in? Well, I, is it where's he going to play? Well, I thought Dallas and uh, Norwood would be the up front, and is Garner going to play a bit behind? Apparently, he's like he, he he wins the ball a lot. He does a bit of the dark arts, which I think you guessed on a on Sunday. Would say that we need somebody yeah, totally. to get. Yeah, yeah. To get in, apparently someone said that Preston fan said that he's got a full handbag full and he win fouls and he's he's a bit dirty. <laughs> but well, look, you've got someone like Conlon who's got a wicked left foot from set pieces. Now, you know we want we want set pieces around the box. We want free kicks, you know, from twenty five yards, and we yeah. want corners that we and dead balls that we can whip in and stuff like that. So. I think we, I think we need somebody like that. I, I, the thing is, is the question is, could you get? We make signings like this, and people say, "Oh, bloody age 35, 36, whatever." But it's another eighteen-month contract. <laughs> I know, it, but it's it's either do we trust Mickey? Do we are we trusting Mickey Mellon to to to, to bring in what 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 he needs, or are we going to question every signing? And and ultimately, we, I think you have to put a bit of faith in the manager. He knows he's done, been there and done it, and it, and he's yeah. You know, he, he, he he's, obviously, he's, I been, think... he's been playing, hasn't he, as well for Carlisle? He's played 23 games. This yeah, season, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. So he has, he has been playing, and he, they are in League One. So it, I, I don't, it's just a bit of a bizarre one, weren't it? Unless we are getting players rid. Obviously, rumours of Willoughby uh, and Reed going, which you can understand if we're getting rid of two or three strikers, then fair enough. Yeah. yeah, this is a point. This is a point uh, from Vinny. Here. We always perform well against teams above us, but poor against teams below us. We need to go into every game as underdogs. Well, that's that's the thing. That's what we maybe we were used to when we were in the second division and we were playing bigger clubs and in the cups and and all that. But now we are we can't we we're not underdogs and and that's the problem. This is something that I've been talking about on the pod. We we haven't got we've not had players in the squad who can handle being the big dogs in the division and we are financially in terms of the fan base the stadium we're we're not favorites this season to go up obviously but next season Chester assuming Chesterfield go up and assuming that we don't make it in the playoffs we'll be the favorites to go up next season we'll be the favorites to win the league because everyone will be pointing at look at the money they've spent look at the squad they've got look at the fan base they've got look at the stadium they've got everything is in place look at the manager they've got look at everything so we need players that can go out there and I think maybe that is why you're yeah. looking at bringing in players like Garner and bringing in players like Conlon is, been it, there fair, and done is it. it fair to say that some of the current crop have like sort of imposter syndrome we're in the playoffs I don't, the think, they've got, the I don't think they've got what it takes I think yeah, I some think of these players haven't they don't deserve to be they don't no. think we deserve to be where we are they've never been in this position like <laughs> where where they've been before you know that's why they've got the likes of Norwood Garner who've been there and done it Conlon you know, he's, he's Hogan. Hogan. You know, yeah. we'd, we'd, like you've you've been a big critic of his. Over I have, there. I have. But, but in the last last ten last ten games, I think he's done really well. He's I put think, his hand think... up. He's put his hand up and be counted. And yeah. Like yeah. I, said, I, I was in the I was in the camp of getting rid of him. Like I say, yeah. he's not going good, but he's he's <coughs> missed, he carries the ball out of defence, don't he? And it's a bit a bit more. Well, against Barney, he could have scored if you'd have put got if you'd got it on target. He, he would have been one of the goals of the season when he came from his own half and yeah. ran the full length of yeah. the pitch. You know, reminded me of Envoto when he did it that time. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's but... the confidence, and if he, you see your captain do that, 
it, it sort of lifted because it, it was a bit of a tricky spell against Barnet when he did that. They were putting us under a lot of pressure, but you just showed that he came out and just ran after, ran the full length of the pitch. He had a shot just outside the 80 yard, but so we, we had like a good passage of play after that. So, yeah, it's, it's really, um, it's just baffling. You know sometimes. what, Dave? Just... I was talking on the podcast. I don't know if you listened to the podcast this week. I have, yes. Um, do you remember, you know, like, because you sent me a me- you sent me a voice note saying, I've not messaged, I've not interviewed Mickey Mellon this week because <laughs> he had a rant. And, I, I could, uh, but I could if, say if, if, oh, if yeah. he had have done, um, it would have been a good, I mean, it's easy to say it in hindsight. It's not as easy as straight after the game, but to try and identify what the tactics were, because I on the podcast on, on, on Monday, I was very critical of the players. I said the players didn't turn up and, and it was on them. It'd be good to know what the man, how the manager asked them to play on Saturday because it did appear that the long ball tactic was the tactic or did it, did they just fall apart and just not were they just not able to do what they were supposed well, to be doing? Well, they not fit enough. Like, he didn't mention did he, in his interview turned around, Melon. He said that uh, yeah. there will be changes being made. So obviously Conlon were blowing. Uh, he was. He was. He, he's not. He's not played a full full night. And then Dallas came on. He was rusty. rusty. There's, yeah. there's a few there. There's a few there. We have not we have not played for some time, so that may be a reason why. But it should That's affect this all. Not it's not what you need at this time of the season, you, Brad. Though is it? You've got to, no. you know, like you need everybody fit. You know, like yeah. you, you need you, you need a. You, you, well, at least Garner will be fit because he's played twenty three games. Won't he? At least he's had a lot of minutes and a lot yeah. of time. You know what I mean? And it might give Noah that bit of a rest and a bit of a reprieve because he might need to recharge a bit and come off at 60 Well, he's, he's on nine yellow cards, isn't he, as well? So, yeah. more than likely, because you know what Noah's like, how he, play, he plays on the on the edge, doesn't he? And mm. he, he shows it to the rest and stuff like that. So, he might get banned. And I think, I, I, I like Fondop, I do. But he's, I don't think he has a football, he's, he's an intelligent guy, because he's got a degree and stuff, but he hasn't got a football brain. Uh, at Dorking, Mellon was like coaching him, Mellon, McGee and... No, we're telling him where to stand, when to press, when to do. And I think it it must be hard for someone like Norwood to do that and concentrate on your own game because you'd be concentrating on somebody else's. Someone like Garner comes in, he's obviously football intelligence would be very high and know what to, know what to do. It's like me. It's like me every week on the phone with Matt. I know, you know, having to try to tell him what to do. It's it's horrendous. You're trying to do your own sexy thing. It's it's a nightmare. Yeah. But... No, you no do, but you I do caught, get what you mean. But you do cope quite well. Just. I, th- I thought on Saturday, I thought that there wasn't any kind of a partnership up top between them. It was, no. they weren't playing close together. They were, they were such, such a gap between them and there was no real link up here, the, no threat. The walking defenders were on Lilo's, weren't they? they yeah, were just it was like, yeah, bringing it on. That ball up. Everything he won. Yeah. So the thing is, we've, <coughs> we had a blip on Saturday. The results have been really good so far, even if the performances haven't, because I thought Saturday was very similar to the Dorking game, but we got away with the Dorking game. We didn't get away with it on Saturday. We've got Ebbsfleet on um, on Saturday. You'll be making the long trip down, Brad. Yeah, we've got a coach. We've still got room. We've, we're, we're just even at the moment on the coach, I think, uh, depending on everyone shows up. So we need a few more if anyone yeah. fancies it. If you want to uh, say your Twitter, Brad, to get in touch with you, do you want to promote yeah, that yeah, now? Just get, yeah, just get in touch with me or Bin Man. Uh, try to get people down <laughs> there. Uh, I know it's a long day, but it's probably one or two o'clock in the morning. We'll probably get back. Yeah. We'll get down there. But I think the game wise, we own one, don't we? Yeah. We, yeah, we own one. That 4 1 was an absolute. And it's totally on back. It should be fresh in the minds of the players. They, they should really want to get one back on them. And so we've got to get that run. 
got another run going. Look, if we can win, if we can, like you said before, if we can win four games and then lose one and we win another four now, <laughs> we, yeah. we still won't be far off at the end of the exactly. season. Exactly. That's what I mean. I'd rather, I think it was York and Bromley, they had like a 10-game unbeaten streak, but they've, won, they've drawn six. Yeah. On mm. one, two. I'd rather be winning four, losing one, if you get yeah. one. Oh, it's yeah. always nice to lose, but yeah. it, it wins, wins me more than draws. Yeah. Got some big games coming up. Looking forward to uh, York. The winnable games, aren't they? The winnable, aren't they? I think any game's winnable in this league, though. I think anyone can beat anyone on the day. I I said said it on Twitter. I fancy against any of the top seven or any of the top half than somebody at the bottom. Uh, We played Chesterfield on Saturday. I said, yeah, we'll beat them. But like someone like a Walker or something like that, that's where I think, well, yeah, we could struggle here. Yeah. And that's got to be... But the fans... Us as fans, we need to do more because obviously the atmosphere was a bit flat, weren't it, on Saturday? I know we've got horrible. to fight with something on the pitch, but with these games coming up, I think we need to obviously get get behind them a bit more because the atmosphere this season has not been that great, has it? Yeah. There's a lot of snot in Sorry, this, uh, just blowing in our nose. This Sorry, it's trying to mute. Uh, <laughs> uh, but but yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. I think, the, I think what it is is that there's a hangover from the last however many years. We've we've got more fans in the stadium than we've had for yeah. a long time. And in many ways, the atmosphere is better than it has been for a long time. But we need we need fans to be relaxed in Boundary Park in order to yeah. have the, the atmosphere. And I think once there's the tension, you go go behind or it's not convincing, the fans aren't relaxed. And at Latics, we've seen it so many times where you've got a good lead. You two your two nil's not comfortable at Latics. You just no. you're not really so it, it's it, it's still having that knock-on effect and I think really that's only going to change when you know when the team are performing to such a level that you know we can start to relax but I mean there is that whole thing isn't there that whole business saying of uh when you're doing a team storming norming and performing um you know like teams go through phases of you know development basically until you get to the point where you can perform regularly and you think about the transitioning players that we've had last season and now this season again, we're still going through these periods where we've not got and haven't had settled team of no. individuals who you would say, yeah, that's our first 11 and that first 11 is good enough. And there's another four, five, six players on the fringe. They're gr- And that's the team that's going to take us forward and it's going to take us up. And they're still in the process of building that team. So I think we are going to, until, until we get settled and I think, it's probably not going to be until next season until we 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 really do have a settled a, a more of a settled team of players who know each other well, and I think that we'll see a big progression next season. Whether that's in League Two or this division remains to be seen. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm still confident. I think I came I came on and I think it before the Solihull game. Actually, I said that. Oh, I think we'll finish six, and I think I, I do think we're going to finish in playoffs. But Anything, anything can happen. If we lose in playoffs, we lose in playoffs. It's just one game, and, and it's just take that experience into next season. But yeah. we've got to be, I feel like it's a bit of a priority that we are in the playoffs this season. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent. Get a test for it that's, that's and see what game. happens. Get there yeah. and see what happens. I think we. I think we'll make it as well. I think we will make the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, listen, Brad. We'll make the playoffs. We're going to go up. Well, hopefully, hopefully, have a safe trip down, mate. Enjoy, enjoy the day out. Good trip, I believe mate. you got. I believe you got some beers for the coach of yeah, the OFP the veterans today. Contact with him, man. Uh, they sent him across twenty-four cans of Stella for the coach and a big box of crisp, and I think some uh, like Dr. Peppers and Fantas uh, for people. Uh, who Did send us anything? No. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Come and join, join us and drink drink some Fanta if you want. 
But you know what? Like... <laughs> I, I'd, I'd, I'd love to. I've got a gig on um, Saturday, and I'm going to try and get to as many games as I can. I've got Maid's. Is it Maid and Ed or Maidstone we're playing? Maid and Ed. Maid and Ed. Yeah, yeah. That. I know, I looked, yeah. I want meds then. I went, no, we're not playing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go down. I'm going to go down to that. I'm going to try and get to as many games now as I can between now and the end of the season. Get, uh, get, York t- get the two quid York tickets on trade. Uh, I don't have I'm driving me. Train yet, but driving. Uh, I've got my ticket for the match, though. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Halifax away as well. Because I, I love night, I love away matches at, uh, in the evening under the light. Yeah. It's great going away from home. But it's they're often a bit too, they're often quite far away and stuff, aren't they? But, yeah, um, the Kidderminster one was good, and weren't it? When, yeah, it when, was. It was really good, that. Decent weather. It was all right. It was just a ball lake to get back from, but yeah, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, the la- I think the last away game I went to under the lights was filed, and that was that was a horrible experience. Filed so, uh, <laughs> hopefully, it won't yeah. be like that. But yeah, listen, nice one. Thanks for getting in touch, Brad. See you, lads. All See you right. mate. All Take the care. best, pal. Ta-da. Right, got Aaron or Aaron? Yeah, well, you can ask him. Hello. Good evening, boys. How are you doing? Is it Aaron right. or Aaron? Aaron. Okay. Right. Just just wanted to check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to talk about. Um, Saturday, really, it was, like Brad said, you could see it coming a mile off, couldn't you? Um, mm. It's just typical Oldham. I watched Barnet game, and I watched Saturday. It's, Mickey Mellon must be tearing his hair out, like, when you get two contrasting performances like that, like, unbelievable on Tuesday, and then Saturday, just dog shit, utterly dog shit. <laughs> well, you couldn't, you can't describe it any anything other than that. I... I left you a voice note and I told you not to I was wanting you to play it on the pod and I said don't play it because yeah. I'd lost my rag it was that bad I was so frustrated and I was I was just so angry about yeah, the level the level of just complacency I think that's all you can put it down to it was complacency and there was no desire no passion there was there was nothing from from anybody apart from Mickey Mellon on the side like no I would show glimpses but then he started sulking to me which you know he does that a little too often for my liking. But there was Walker, looked the only one who came on with a bit of something. But, you know, everyone else, they just sort of went into the shell. And yeah. it was just... There was a distinct lack of character, yeah. visible character. Like, they just didn't seem to have the fight. It didn't seem to want to take it to walking. And that, that, that always disappoints you. You know, you can take, lose, I can take losing... Um, as long as we've had a good go and we've had, you know, maybe we've had chances and we've missed them. They are, you know, they converted those we did. Oh, well, it's one of those things, but we, we looked like we had, there was so much more to give on Saturday and that really annoyed me. I think as well, um, what, if, if you would reverse them two results, um, say we got beat off Barnet and then played well against Walken, it, it wouldn't feel as bad because of where Barnet are in the league and you can give mm. the lost many but when you beat Barnet like convincingly like we did and then you look at the next fixture and you're like walking they've not won in it you think it's, it's a chance to to like really put some pressure on the, those top three four places and they just put out a performance like that it's infuriating the only the only saving grace I think from it is uh, because we've got some new players and they've not played that well together I think in another five or six games time I don't think we'd see that kind of performance again. That's a, the kind of only saving saving grace, I think. Yeah, they need time to gel, but I think there's some fans who need to take a long, hard look at themselves as well. You know, we talk about collective responsibility. Oliver Hammond, 21-year-old player, 
He's had 35 minutes on the pitch, you know, in in both games. And he, he misplaces a corner and they're on his back and he's the he's shit and he's the worst player Oldham have ever seen. Yeah. You fans, if you're watching, you need to get an absolute grip of yourselves and have a word with yourself because you're absolutely embarrassing to the club, yourselves and everyone associated with his football club. Getting on a player's back and giving him crap on Twitter is out of order. You know what I mean? All right. He might have not. He's, everyone has a bad day. Everyone has a bad game. But flipping it, he's a young lad. You know what I mean? And we really need look. He well, was shy, Dave. Well, yeah, that's, that's a great constructive maybe, argument. Reece. Maybe Why don't you just come on and, and maybe he your... was. Maybe he was. But yeah, like but... At, the, at the end of the day, what the point that Dave's making is, if if, just, if a young player comes in who's just signed, is that for the, the sort club, of club we want to be yeah. with and associated as? It doesn't well, I don't. Help, does it? No, it doesn't. Help. And I think you just you might be shit, and he might he might have had a bad day. But you've got to, you've got to, you've got to get off his back, and we've got to support these players. We're in the playoffs, for goodness' sake. If we're second from bottom and we're crap, fair, well, not fair enough. But you'd have somewhat more to moan about. But we're in the playoffs, for God's sake. When it doesn't go our way, we start throwing the toys out of our pram because a player misplaces a corner. It's an absolute joke. Do, do you think, Dave, that that kind of like that reflects in our home form? Yeah, hundred percent. Do, do you feel like that? That because I mean, I don't, I don't get to as many games I'd like to anymore. But um, I see it like when we play away from home, the support is constant support, and then mm. like when I watch us when we're at home, it seems as though if we're not winning after twenty minutes, that the, you you can feel even watching the stream that the atmosphere changes in the ground. I was going to say Hartley pull away. Everyone got on the backs when we, when we conceded in the first five minutes, but then everyone rallied round and supported him. And look at the result that we got because all the fans got behind him. All right, we give him a bit of crap about what happened with Alex Reid and Harrison McGay, but then we stood behind the team and we absolutely dominated the game. We absolutely batted Hartley Pool off the park, you know, although they had a good first five minutes because we as fans supported the team as a collective together and got behind him. There was 100% a different mentality in the support at Boundary Park and away from Boundary Park. And I think that uh, you just get a different type of supporter away from one than you do at home. I think that I think that's probably not just a Latics thing. I think that probably applies across across football. But um I think that at Boundary Park, a lot of players a lot of fans around the stadium because that's the thing, you're surrounded by home fans, so you, even if you've just got a pocket in one stand and a pocket in or a funeral, they get it from all angles. And I think it's a common occurrence at Boundary Park that a player doesn't get much of a chance no, they at don't. Boundary Park to impress before people get on their backs. It's not something that's new. Um, it's it, And yeah, so and the Atleticos have made a massive difference in terms of the atmosphere. Um, and, you know, I, I think sometimes it's uh, the rest of the stadium need to try and, and sort of like reflects what's going on with the Atleticos and, and boost the atmosphere around the ground and just be a bit more patient with, with some of the, especially young players. You know, you've got to get behind them. I totally agree with you. You've got to get behind them. You've got to give them uh, give them more support. That's the idea of being a supporter. It's funny, isn't it? Because I keep seeing um, like on Twitter that people um been talking about like the playoffs and I've heard it, I think, on the podcast as well. Like, oh, we want to finish like third or fourth to get, get that home tie. I actually want us to get the away tie the way, the, with how the away form's been. I'd prefer us to have them totally away ties. agree. I'd rather have a packed out away end, you know, with a thousand fans and six thousand fans and five hundred singing at home, and you know, 
I, I totally agree with you on that. I would I would love an away tie every week or twice on Sunday. I think if, if at the end of the day, if the away form's better than the home form um, still by the end of the season, then, then yeah, why not? Ultimately, we want Boundary Park to be... Everybody says it. Every single manager that has ever come to Latins and, ev- and to every other club in the country has said, we need to make the home ground a fortress. And and it's a, it's a case of what does that mean? Uh, and it means being like I said this on the pod. Like we, we're a very very welcoming club. We, we we make, you know, and I love that about about the club. I love that the fans. You can mingle with our fans. They're not going to give you. You're not going to be idiots um, towards other away fans. The club are going to be very very welcoming and very decent towards opposition um, officials and stuff like that. But when the players come out on the pitch. Our players need to be horrible to their players and our fans need to be horrible to their players and support our players. And then at the end of it, we can all be nice again because it's only a game and all that. But during that game, that's what making Boundary Park a fortress means. It means getting onto the referee's back and making it for him when he makes bad decisions. It means getting onto their players to make it uncomfortable for them, getting onto their fans and mocking them, doing all the things that that, that make football great mm-hmm. because it's during yeah. those 90 minutes and getting behind our, our, our lads. And, and yeah, we'll, it we'll, we'll see. It does, help, I, I, it does I, I, help, though, when the players, to be fair, Go yeah, out yeah. and perform. Yeah, it, so there, there is a there is a dual responsibility. But they, they, they have turned it round from where Mickey Mellon, where we were the, like Mickey, where we were when Mickey Mellon came in. We're now fourth or fifth, yeah, in the playoffs. They've turned it round. They put the performances. They put the shifts in away. And there are some of them have been like far away. They've come back from behind at Solly. Come back behind from Hartlepool. You know we've had a great performance against Barnet. And then we have a bit of a blip at home. And then people are on the backs. But Gary, I just put a comment about Gary there saying that he's everywhere in the ground. There's, there's, there's people just mourning all the time. Look at where we were before the Rothwells came in. We nearly went out of existence. We've got a lot more to be happy about than be unhappy about. We've got good, we're signing a board that's backing players. We're getting North. We've got the likes of Norwood, Garner, Hobson. <coughs> Do you know what I mean? We're getting all, all these players that are coming in who want to come and play for Oldham. But let's not make the fans the issue where the, we want to try and sign other players. They're like, you don't, you know, players talk, don't want to come here. They get on your back every five minutes. You know what I mean? Or players will just leave because when they got, they might not want to sign a new contract because the fans are getting on the back all the time. Do you know what I mean? So there's that danger that we could be yeah. our own undoing. I mean, fans After are all always the... going to have favourites, aren't they? Yeah, but, yeah, but like, it, it's, it's... you've got to give support to all the players yeah. like, as well, I think. Definitely. Yeah, we need to make it intimidating for. for... Their, their players and not our own players to play play exactly. on our pitch, right? Because yeah. sometimes I feel like we are a bit quick to to do that. There has to be a boo boy of some sorts, and we need to kind of eradicate that. I think. Yeah. Well, the boo boy can be the 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 eleven players on the other team. Give them, give them, yeah. take out all your anger and frustration on on the other team. Like you know. Uh, during the game, within yeah, Danny reason. makes a good point. Did you not interview Mickey Mellon because you were too angry? Yeah, I was angry at the result, angry at the performance. It doesn't mean I was screaming and booing. You know what I mean? And getting on a young player's back after because he's had 35 minutes of football because he's misplaced the corner. That's the point I'm trying to make. Jumping on players' backs because they're not doing well. And you know as well as you are, do, Danny, you've been on Shelton's back from day one. You know what I mean? And fair enough, you had the best of performances. He's not the best player. But, you know, hey, you know, you, you you have been on his back from day one and not give him a chance. You know, you've not you've not given any positive. It's about that collective it's, responsibility. Again, it's, that, like everything, it's, it's just like have a try and think about like what you say, what you do in terms of your actions. Like, you know, it's very easy to I mean, I've been giving Joff Lundstrom a bit of stick for the last couple of oh, yeah, the last couple of weeks. But right? he's not been playing well. But he's not been playing well. And 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 I've also said that 
I still, still believe there's a player in him. We're just yeah. not seeing the best of him. I want him to perform. I want him to do well. And I'm, I'm not giving him grief on the pitch. But, you know, it's when you do stuff like we're doing every week like this, you do sort of have to sort of try and be honest about what you're seeing. Um, I don't think Oliver Hammond in his half an hour on the pitch has had enough of an opportunity to prove what kind He's of a footballer too long he to is. Prove himself. You know, so like, yeah, I, I, it's it's a bit of give and take. And it's they're, they're all talking points. But ultimately... We, every every single player that crosses that line for Latics, once they got on that pitch, they're representing us, representing our team, and, and we all want them to do well. So shouting them, calling them names, giving them grief from the sidelines is, is not going to you know help them. Well, Fondot's <laughs> missus came and said, what, why, you know, I know it's her husband or husband to be playing, going to be playing for him, but why boo your own players? Why well, I don't get it. Well, we've been as we've been we've been to we've had Harry get away and Salford and all those kind of experiences where, you know, the club was a, a, a low the lowest of the low and everyone yeah. was so frustrated with everything and and yeah. you know we didn't even have like they need to put it to bed though. But that's now. over and done with. So now it's about support and encouragement and getting us over, trying to get us over the line. And like you say, we're in the playoffs now. Let's stay in the playoffs. You can be dissatisfied by someone's actions on the pitch, but it's how you vocalize and manifest them as a person or as a fan is how you do it. Do you know what I mean? That's the, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm saying I'm not saying when someone hits the post from two yards out, I'm going to be really happy about it. I'm going to be pissed off about it. If we get beat, I'm going to be pissed off about it. But don't be jumping on Twitter, jumping on someone's back under a fake false name saying that a player's shit because he's misplaced a corner. He's a young lad, for goodness sake. You know, Norwood, you know, missed Mr. Sitter in the first half. Raglan missed a, first, a sitter in the first half. But they didn't jump on his back. Do you know why? Because Hammond's an easy target. And some of these people who would jump on the backs are just bullies. And they just it just winds me up. Get some of my tits. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I agree. sorry, Aaron. It's all right. It's all is this, right, is this just... your fault? Is this your fault, Aaron? Did you did you did you spark him off? Or Aaron sent the tweet. I'm joking. Yeah. Can you just go. <laughs> no, but it just does, does, does it not frustrate? I just I'm interested to hear from other fans. You know what I mean? It's all well and good me saying it, but other fans, if someone wants to argue about Hammond's performance and why he should be vindicated for that 35 minutes, by all means, come on, it's your phoning. You know what I mean? It's I mean, there isn't there isn't any any justification for that. Is he calling people whatever like on, on Twitter and stuff like that? And, I think maybe some of that's probably from people who are not quite matured yet, or maybe if it, I don't want to say definitely, but you know what I mean. The thick, um, I'll say it. The thick. Well, you get it from all kinds of people. Uh, yeah, yeah, you get it from older people. You get it from middle-aged people, from young people. It's you know, it, and what it is is people taking out their frustrations on somebody else, and 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 that's that's the thing. You know, if you people who've got their own anger and their own frustrations within themselves taking it out on somebody else and without appreciating the effect that that might have on somebody else so that i mean it's it's happened for time and memorial but it's it doesn't what the point is it doesn't help the players and boundary park there is more negativity amongst the home fans at boundary park than there is amongst the away following following latics on the road and that's that is an issue uh, and as fans, I think we need to be able to honestly talk about it, don't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. As I say, it, everyone's entitled to their opinion. It's just how you vocalise it at the end of the day. Yeah. And it has an adverse effect on the team. Yeah. That, just, that's um, what I'm going to say. Just before that, I shoot off as well. Um, I think what's really important now is that we actually, just to change the subject a little bit, Dave, just to help you out, yeah. Ray, um, I think um, we need to 
trim the squad a little bit now. We, we're overloaded with strikers, aren't we? Um, we've got some new lads in, and I, hopefully we'll see a, a few fringe players out the door in a couple of days. If who, would you like, who, who would you like to see go? Who would you like to see go? Well, the last time I was on here with you, I had a £20 bet with you that um, I said that Nuttall would score more goals than Fondop before the end of the season. And um, it looks like I've lost 20 quid. Um, but we did say we did donate it, to be fair. Um, I, I don't I, remember that. <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> I think... Um, I think there's obvious candidates that are going to leave, aren't there? There's, I, th- I think Shelton's probably had his day with us. Um, not all's definitely not not in his plans. He's publicly said that. Um, I think Reed's probably going to go. Um, Willoughby seems to have been. I don't want to say a mistake because he's not had a real real good run in the team, but he doesn't seem to be up to scratch. Um, and, and maybe a couple of others, but off the top of my head, that's... Yeah, I think they're the four sort of like, if you were for intended first-teamers who are... I think, I think um, if it was up to me as well, I'd, uh, as good as he can be on the day, I'd probably try and shift Dan Gardner on as well. Yeah, I think I think yeah, he's got to go, Annie. He probably will be. It's yeah, just, you don't so. get the consistency out of that you need because it's a shame because you know we all know what kind of a footballer he is. But look, we've got to be. We've just going to have to be um, be patient. Again, it's the way it goes. Football isn't something that happens in one season. You know, it happens over a season and many seasons beyond. And. I'm sure that there's people within the club that will acknowledge that you know mistakes were made in signing certain players and all, and all that, but it is what it is, and 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 you can't say, all right, we're concerned about the size of the squad, but it would be more concerning from a from a winning football games point of view if we were just saying, well, this is the squad you've got, you're going to have to deal with it, and we're going to have to get into the playoffs because that wouldn't happen <laughs> if, if they're, they're investing, they're, they're bringing more players in. We have to then assume that they have uh, a plan. A financial plan mm-hmm. to get rid of certain players and move them on one way or another. Um, now next season we might see some of the spending slow down as well because um, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. they might be spending this season. Plus, then when you've got to spend X amount of money to get rid of players, we might not be able to afford to bring in as many players next season. We might just have to pick a few, you know, in, in one or two choice positions. So you know, but it's up to Mickey Mellon and the, and the club to sort out. What I do know is that pri- the priority is promotion, be it this season or next season. It's got to happen. It, has to. No, it doesn't happen. Well, I think if we it, don't, but... if we don't go up this year, I I think that we'll we'll storm it next year. Just I, th- I think we'll be the Chesterfield to that next year. We should. Well, that's the thing. We should be, but the expectation yeah, will be that the expectation will be that we are. Uh, whether we will or not, I don't know. Again. What will the atmosphere at Boundary Park be like next season? When does that level of expectation? Will fans just be able to just say, right, we're just going to support the team, we're going to back it, we're going to make it a brilliant atmosphere from 15, 20 minutes before kickoff and to right until the end and all that. Uh, if we can do that and we can really motivate the players, really intimidate the opposition, then fantastic. But um, we we have to get over that. Like somebody made it in the comments, the point in the comments before, but we've been saying it all season. We've got to make instead of them coming here and thinking this is brilliant we can play in front of this big crowd and what a day out it is and this is one of the biggest games of our of our season and, and enjoying it it's got to be opposite they've got to, they've yeah. got to hate it coming to boundary park yeah, i didn't like going to Wrexham, did you no Wrexham had it absolutely perfect they, they their fans nailed it they were they're horrible 
Um, well, and Welsh they're as well. loud and intimidating. Back the team. I mean, you can't argue. You can't argue with what the atmosphere was like at Wrexham when they absolutely battered us twice last season. Yeah. Well, Aaron, if you do want to donate your twenty pounds, a uh, friend of well, Mick Harwood is trying to raise money to enable the Oldham Athletic Supporters Foundation to become friends of the Oldham Athletic Community Trust. Uh, he's only looking for five hundred pounds. He's raised three hundred and thirty of it. So. If you want to have a look out for just giving Mick Harewood, um Can we share that link? I can't share it. I've just tried. Mm, right. It's a bit of a ball there. But you might be able to. But yeah. You know, what? Where can I find it? Uh, Dave's going to WhatsApp it to I'll, me now and I'll put it into think, the, I'll put it into well, the comments. Yeah, yeah. I can I? Yeah, I'm sure you can, Dave, yeah. Can I? All Figure right, it out. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, just keep your eye on the comments for that link, Aaron and uh, Aaron. Oh, yeah. I'll WhatsApp uh, it right now. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll, I'll do it now. Well, you don't have to do it right now because there is still a chance that Joe Nottall may score more than Fonda for what you know. One minute. Yeah, them pigs flying past my window. Yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've, just, I've just sent it to you now, Matt. Yeah, but, okay, yeah. It, mate, yeah. it's a br- brilliant call, mate. Um, thanks very much. Oh, you're yeah, welcome, welcome, boys. Mate. Thanks very um, much, And just keep putting bets on with me, mate, because uh, I like a good bet. Um, okay? Uh, yeah. Cheers, right, mate. See you in a bit, guys. Bye, 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 bye. Bye. Yeah. So is there's the link. So yeah, that's do it. Right that's there. fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah. Oops, it's, anyway. it's probably doing it on Facebook as well. Right, let's anyway. bring in the man, the myth, the legend that is Ibi. Ibi. Hello, sexy name, am I all right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good mate, are you? Very well, thank I'm, you. I'm all right, Dave. I saw you having a good little run. I fully agree with you with fans getting on the players, but because when this regularly happens, we end up losing games. Yeah. And yeah, it needs it, to stop. It, it's, it's, uh, it, I, I, I don't like him. I don't want to get going again, but with the victim of our own downfall due to our adverse reactions against players who were trying the best of doing it for our club, you know, all right, yeah. the National League players, you know what I mean? They're not Premier League players. And they need to be supported by our team. We're good through bad, you know, indifferent. You know what I mean? We need to support our players. And we don't get it right all the time. And sometimes it's not our day. I think we didn't play very well against walking. We were horrendous against Hendon. But again, we can't just just have this mentality. If it's not going our way, let's have a go and jump on all the backs. It's self-destructive. And if an away team gets on the back of that, or if there was a crowd like, if we did that against Rochdale and go 1-0 down against Rochdale in the first 10 minutes, we get absolutely pulverised because they're going to have a thousand strong crowd there and they're going to get on our backs and we're going to do the, we're going to do the job for them. Do you know what I mean? So, it, and like the likes of Chesterfield, fortunately, you know, we don't have that many big away followings now f- until the rest, until the end of the season. But we really need to, you know, nip it in the bud for goodness sake. Yeah, it was appalling on the weekend, but it happens. I I never get behind uh, on somebody's back because one one week they can be become bad, one week they can be our heroes. Yeah, it's, it's very true. I hope Oliver Berman scores an hat trick at weekend and he puts everyone <laughs> to bloody shame. But yeah, you know. I hope so. Are they saying no chance of that happening? I don't. But why? Why not? You know what I mean? We're we're responsible for our actions. It's just. Yeah, so short-sighted and tunnel vision and just ignorant. Not saying you yeah. are to be good, but it, it's like, why can't we just support our team through good and through bad? Well, there are people. People are uh, 
some people have, uh, find it difficult to change. They just that's the way they are, and so like you know, it takes a while. We've been talking about on the podcast about changing a culture, and like people get set in the ways, don't they? And mm. you know, you have got like the reputation of the main stand mourners for a reason because it's been like that for a long time, you know. Yeah. And there are those people in every stand, and it's you know, it's 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 the nature of football. Latics fans aren't unique in that respect it happens at other grounds too but what you do see at some grounds is that the home support is you know a little bit you know sort of more unconditional let's say like it is away from home yeah i'll let you read that uh, dave sorry yeah we'd like to play up out if he does but we do our players to do well not accepting players giving the ball away and not tracking back yeah but it's like, I mean, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Like, you don't have to accept that, and you don't. You can get annoyed about it, but you have to think as well. The young lads just come in. Like, don't don't make him want like be intimidated about coming playing at home straight away after thirty five minutes of football. You know, so it's just something to think about. You can, people will say and do oh, what they Adam want was at talking the end about. Of the day. Um, James Norwood might be going to Mansfield. Sorry, J- sorry, Adam. Apologies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got to think that today's signings is a very experienced player. I've always liked him as a player, and hopefully he comes in and does the job. And I hope Norway's not going anywhere. Yeah. I'd I, be surprised. Yeah, I, I, I hope and pray to I can't, the Almighty. I can't, I can't see it. I can't, yeah. because like they're not going to let him go for now. Someone's going to have to come in and buy him. Um, and a, a team chasing promotion getting rid of their top goal scorer after they've just signed him is not a very good statement. So he's under contract. So I can't see the club saying, yeah, you can Definitely go. in the corny days. Definitely in the uh, Lemsigam days. Yeah. It would have gone for like 20 grand, you know, 20 goal. Like, yeah. But, but I'd, no, I'd be I amazed if it happened now. It. It'd be the totally the wrong well, signal. I'd murder him if, he, if Norwood left. I'd go and physically get him and murder him. Would you? Yeah. He could have you, Dave. Yeah. Nah. Thanks a lot, guys, for having me on the show. I've made my points, and thank you very much. How do you think we'll get on against Ebsfleet, Ibi? Um, I, I think we will be winning that because one week we perform bad, one week we come back firing. So it's going to be a three nil win. Three nil. I, I like. Well, hopefully live on telly, so we'll get to see the goals from all those different angles and stuff. I'll yeah, take yeah, yeah. that, mate. And we do warm a good hiding, don't we? So yeah, make sure you be watching the de- uh, transfer deadline tomorrow. It should be fun. Yeah, it finishes tomorrow, doesn't it? Is yeah. it tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, let's hope that let's hope we've got maybe another midfielder in the bag. Do you think? I'd like, I'd like to think so. I still yeah, don't. I still I'm, don't think our midfield's yeah. strong enough. Well, thanks a lot, guys, for having me right, on. Thank you very Cheers, much. Mate. Thank you. Thanks Bye-bye. a lot, baby. Take care, mate. So, yeah. So, we've got no more callers lined up, so we'll play an ad. So now, Dave, fans can buy us a coffee. How do you like your coffee? Mm, like an ice cream, white, frothy laddie. Laddie? Mmm. Mm. So if you want to buy Dave a... Laddie. Then uh, you can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash OAFC podcast. I'll just take mine black. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if you've got... Pl- I don't know what your plans are for Saturday, everyone, but after the match is finished, if you've been watching it in the pub and you've fancy staying out for a few beers, a bit of music, Spike in- Island are playing at Lafardian. Failsworth, Failsworth, Failsworth. Oh, not in Chadderton, Chadderton. No, 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 no. 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 Okay. So that should be... That'll be good. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. If you like that sort if of thing. If you like that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's that. Have you got any other any other news, Dave? Or should I call you Wandering Willow? <laughs> <laughs> no, you may not, sir. <laughs> uh, uh, any more news? No. Uh, I'd just like to wish uh, happy birthday to my son, Owen, who is seven years old on Sunday. So Happy birthday, Owen. Yeah. Make sure you, 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 your dad spoils you rotten. Well, well, because he actually supports Man City. Oh, so, dear. Yeah. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh. We've got a call from Nova Scotia. We were just about to wrap up then. Yeah. Come on, David. Hello. How's it going, guys? All right. Long time no see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, I've been meaning to call in, but every time I've got um, some time off or I finished work early, um, the phone-in's been cancelled. Oh, bad timing. Well, here you are. How are you doing? I'm good. Yourselves? Yeah, great. Yeah, mate. good yeah. stuff. Yeah, good. Um, I just kind of wanted to say that um, some of the things that you you guys uh, mentioned um, tonight were, were spot on. Like, we're in a, and I've said this on Twitter, we're on a frustratingly um, slow period of transition where we're in the process of trying to get rid of some of the um, the dead wood and bringing in quality players. And like you guys have said, I, I, have, um, I have a lot of faith in Mickey Mellon and we'll, we will get there in the end. Um, because start, we are starting to bring the quality in. We we just need to have more players like y your Norwoods in, and um, and that's going to take time. So I think like you, you, I think like you guys have said, I think it's just a case of um, having patience. And um, to to your point as well about Boundary Park, um, yeah, I mean I, I was there um, back in October for the Oxford City match, and it was it was great. I mean the the hospitality that I. That I went, I, I treated my dad to to the hospitality there. I mean, the the club itself is it's on a, it's on an upward um, trajectory, and um, just it, behind the scenes, it looks it looks really really good. But the atmosphere compared to the away um, following, it's a bit of a morgue at times, where it's a bit quiet and and um, like you said about the main stand moaners. If I had my way with that main stand, I'd put bloody um, a giant um, screen over them and have them watching Jurassic Park or um, watching 1930s football or something. Just the amount of bloody dinosaurs that are in that bloody um, stand. They need to bloody get behind the team and um, and support them like like the away following. And in particularly about um, Hammond, as you mentioned, I mean some of these some of these comments on Twitter, they just need to give their heads a shake. Um, I mean, I watched I watched the game. Um, last Saturday and for about a period of 10 minutes, a quarter of an hour, a quarter of an hour, those substitutes include, and also including the right back were, were our better players. And we're trying to, we're trying to get forward and trying to do something with, with it. So some of the, some of the comments of, you know, particularly about Hammond and, um, and, and some of the comments about Walker and about, um, about the right back, I, I thought, I thought we're uncalled for, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I, I've said my piece. I, what do you think? <laughs> no, I, I look. We, we, I mean, you think about some of the dross we've been served up over the over the last few years, like in terms of the playing. You know, yeah. when we on our Christmas do, we we did a little uh, a little song, didn't we? Yeah, to God. some of Alden's most useless players, uh, little, some John little Batty? homage to Sido yeah. uh, Jambati and Dylan Fage and Erko Vera and all kinds of you oh, know, and some yeah. of the lone players that we've had. I mean, it's just been absolutely shocking, and 
anyone who's new to a club, you you know, you say welcome to the club, um, especially if they, you know, especially if they're a permanent signing as well, like Oliver Hammond is. He's yeah, you yeah. know, he's a young lad. He's come from Forest. He's you know, he's obviously got something about him. And he was you, on the bench for Forest this season, <clears throat> right? So you've got to give him a chance, you know. Like, uh, yeah. And 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 you want? I've always said this for a long time. I want our club to have a reputation where, where you were talking about players talking to each other. Oh yeah, the fans are magnificent. Like they they, they get behind you from day one. Um, and obviously, if if a player consistently lets you down over time, well, what happens is they don't play, do they? They get dropped, yeah. and and exactly new players come in, and and we've seen that with Mellon when when Mellon has made his mind up on a number yeah. of players now, and they're not in the team. So if they're on the pitch, get behind them. That that I mean, that's the, the easiest way of putting it, really. Exactly, and I mean we've we've got the um, we've now got the infrastructure and the manager in place to actually go. I, on paper to go forward now and um, and to and to and to progress. I mean, Mellon's Mickey Mellon. He's been there and done it um, time and time again before, and he's already. I mean, he. I mean, he's not been at the club that long, but he's already figured out what the fans had already been thinking about: which players are not good enough and which positions um, we need players in for. And he's gone out and got them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and mm. and and so we do. I think the whole winning mentality thing—it uh, has to go all the way through the club, from the top, uh, the boardroom, the manager, the players, to yeah. every every the ball boys and girls and everything else, and and us as fans. And and it's hard when it's hard for us to adopt to winning mentality when we've we are like the perennial losers of football for the last 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Like, so it is hard. I'm not saying we're not, I'm not suggesting it. You, you, you can all of a sudden just kind of, you know, like, you know, that kind of thing where you can smile and just wipe it off and go like you, but, but try and be mindful of the smile, effect. wipe it off and go. Yeah. Good God. You, know, you know, like, you, Oh, sorry. You, you, you've got to be mindful of, of the effect that you play as a supporter at the foot at the ground and look at the athleticals, look at the efforts, look at the pains, the time, the energy, the effort, the money that they, they spent yeah, 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 trying yeah. to create an atmosphere. Yeah. Don't be the negative answer to that. You know, like if you, there's no point them doing that and trying to get that going. If the rest of the stadium is making no effort to, 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 to back that and get behind that. And, and it's conditional. Like, oh yeah, well, we'll back the team if we're winning. We'll back the teams need you support more when you're not winning than, than when you are, win, are winning. That's the team roars you on. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Your fans roar a team on when, when, when they're struggling, not when they're doing really, really well. It's easy to be the fans that sing when you're winning. There is a reason why people sing. You only sing when you're winning. Isn't it? You know yeah. what I mean? So, so like that's, that's the kind of thing that, that I think we try to say, but I think people have also. I think people have also got to remember, and you touched on it with the Atleticos. Is if it wasn't for them, and in particular, and as and in particular, um, Cameron in his drum, then the Rothwells wouldn't have um, bought and invested the club. I mean, Frank's come out and said that it, it was down to them and and their support. Yeah. So this is a. Uh, I think this. I don't think uh, this is nonsense. Yeah, if we'd have got rid of Unders yeah. when it was obviously was out of his deck, we'd have been promoted already. I don't think so because we still would have had the same players. If, it, if he was always going to start the season, so if we sat him after one game, I don't think it, I don't think we we do we wouldn't have promoted we wouldn't have beaten um, Chesterfield who were top and there's only one promotion place, so I'm not having that. Right, listen, we're gonna um, yeah. we've got another one more call lined up in France now because we are truly international, as Robbie you know. Four, yeah. Well, it was good to talk to you again, David. Thanks, Thanks David. for getting in touch, mate. See you later, mate. And, and same to you guys. Have, have, have yourselves a good evening. 
and um, okay. cheers for keep up the good work and cheers for uh, you know for for all that you, you do with the podcast and the phoning. No, thanks, mate. thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Cheers, mate. Take care. Bye. What right, guy. I know, yeah, and lovely guy, David. Good name yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Ah, bonsoir. <laughs> bonsoir. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I yeah, can't yeah. hear myself. I'm going to turn this off because it don't work very well. Yeah, okay. no, we can hear you. Right, so yeah, crack on. Keep going. Um. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, yes, still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me. I know, I know. I was, I was messing about with the matter. With um, I got new earphones for Christmas from me, from my wife, and they, they're a bit confusing to be honest. But uh, no, they're probably um, French, are they? No, that's exactly it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just, right. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a bit late. Well, I'm a bit late, and um, I didn't. I don't know what's been said so far, or um, and I don't want to take too much of your time up. Um, just, just a couple of things. The guy you had on the weekend on the podcast, Mike Proctor. Yeah, I think I went to school with him. I think I was at primary school with him. I've never seen him since. He, he was at my primary school, but I think he went off to Hume because I think he's a bit of a Tory boy, like Dave. <laughs> hey, not wrong with that, mate. Was he a snooker <laughs> ref at the time? Yeah, I, you know, I think he was into his snooker actually. Yeah, Is probably in then. Yeah. He got it. He's got it all going. Tory, Hume, snooker, <laughs> everything. Yeah. What a yeah. guy! Tooting his own horn. Mm. Sounds about right, doesn't it? Yeah, I was just the only thing I was I was going to get in touch with you about was um, um, we've all people keep talking about Unsworth's um, approach to talking to the to the fans doing the interviews and things, and about how he wasn't particularly honest. The only thing I would say is Mike told us the other day that he wasn't making any more signings, and now suddenly we've got another striker in. And I just wonder how um, how you guys feel about that, or how the other um, the rest of the fans feel about whether they feel a bit deceived or whether he didn't know anything about it, or has someone just broken into Frank's checkbook while he's away and just <laughs> signing off on things and. I thought I'll be honest with you when the, in the interview, uh, and I, I I didn't believe him when he said no. I'll be honest with you. I thought that he was uh, he was he was just uh, saying that. Next time I see you, I'd say, Mickey, you lying bastard! What you well, said you were going to sign anyone else? And uh, I'll see what he says. Deal. <laughs> I won't. Yeah. I won't call it. I'll say, well, why are you lying to me? I sang a song. I sang a song to him as well. And he's. Well, lying maybe that was it. Me. Maybe that's what caused it. <laughs> Yeah, Probably. I think I think sometimes they like to play, keep the cards close to the chest. I think also if they say no, they don't have to answer any more questions like, oh, why, who are you signing, what position, blah, blah, blah. It's probably just easier. And at the end of the day, you know, like I, the way I see it is you, the signers will come, they'll be announced and that's it, you know what I mean? And and yeah, all yeah. the rumouring and the, this, that and the other. They're, they're always going to take players. If they, if they think that a player is available that they can take on that's going to improve the squad, they'll take it. He's a League One player, isn't he? A League One striker. He's played 23 games this season with a decent record. I can understand you know, that. But might not have been available the week, you know. I was counting up and we've got 10 strikers now. So you keep a goalkeeper and we can just play with 10 forwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think some of our fans would, would be up for that after some of the, you know, the lack of goals and lack of whatever, but we've had over the recent years. But... Look, I mean, you you need firepower to get out of a division. Like you, 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 you do all all the teams that go up score goals. You know, it's 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 it, but it's providing the forwards with the chances that we've got to get right. We've not. It's you can have all the forwards in the world, but if you don't make chances for them, if you if you can't dominate in the midfield, if you can't get the ball in the box, if you can't, you know, be solid at the back, you're not going to go up. So. 
obviously Mickey Burns identified that the strikers that he's got in the club aren't going to suit how he wants to play or they don't match some kind of criteria that he has for strikers. But again, that midfield uh, and those flanks have got to deliver to the strikers. I just, I'm just really intrigued how he's going to play on Saturday, you know, whether he's going to involve Garner from the start. I think it's, it's going to be really interesting, I think. Well, Reese put a formation up before. Did you see it on mm. Twitter? It was a it was a four uh, no, three four two three four one two three four one two, and it incorporated Norwood Dallas up top Gardner yeah. behind him and then yeah. so that might that might work, might work. so might not we'll, we'll see but yeah I mean it, it, just, one quick, just one quick thing before you go before I let you, before you before you you sign off um, <laughs> yeah. me and me and my my French friends you had a couple of them on um, you know Chris um, we were discussing a few weeks ago. We about booking our tickets for Wembley and about how difficult it'll be because the playoff, the semi-finals, a week before, and, mm. uh, and booking our tickets. Obviously, those plans changed a little bit after Saturday, and now we've decided we're going to watch it out here because we're not going to waste our money. <laughs> <laughs> what should we do? Do we book our tickets? Do we book our plans, or do we be optimistic? It's not very oldum to be like that. But well, um, look, I mean, the thing is, is you can. Dave, don't look just, just go to London. Just go to London for a couple of days and enjoy. Have a, have a good time either way. Like you know, I mean, I don't know. You take a gamble. Yeah, uh, do it. Go on. Say, yeah, do it. I mean, just you know, do it. Most, <laughs> Pardon? I'm not as rich. Yeah, maybe. As you, maybe, maybe <laughs> well, just just. It's not bad. Devil pay. I won't pay. Devil pay. I. I'm sorry by name. Sorry by nature. Get what I want. <laughs> For at least <laughs> at least cheap as possible um, <laughs> at the expense of others yeah. and society. No, uh, no, just book it. It's only London. It's not far. Just chill yeah. out and just have a good time. And if we get, if we might be in the playoffs, we might not. It's life short, my friend. The thing is, is you life cannot short. you cannot make it a football trip anyway because there'll be tickets. You'll be able to get a ticket for Wembley for the playoff final, so you can just go to the playoff final, just watch whoever's there. Don't do that. No, well, I'm just it's just an idea. There's plenty of things to do in London. It's not as if you like going to Oldham, for God's sake, <laughs> is it? Spindles, <laughs> the upsteps. Um, oh, so I'd kill for that. It. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So, well, the thing is, is we're never, we're not going to know until we know. And uh, next five games, we're going to we'll know. Next five games. Oh, everybody. I think we're. Saying... I think we're going to make the playoffs. That's not the issue. The the, the making the playoffs. We'll know by the next five games. But it, it's whether or not we're going to actually win the playoffs is the issue. Yeah, but I'll get to Wembley. Get to the final. That's why we love the game of football. Every game's winnable. Every game's losable. It's just look at the draw. Football gods decide. Get over it. Mm. We're pretty good at the losable bit, though. Nah, well, times change, Robin. Times change. Mm. They do. Do. Let's hope. <laughs> Vive la revolution, as they say. Right, thanks for calling, mate. Pleasure. Let's be right. again. Take, Take care, care mate. See you. Yeah. No worries. Thanks. Bye. I love how everyone says thanks for everything you do, but you never buy us a coffee. <laughs> but yeah, if you want to, um... you know what to do. Yeah. Right, that'll do, won't it, Dave? That's an hour. And three minutes, 11, 12, 13 seconds. Yeah, and Dave, it's been a real pleasure doing this with you this evening. It's. Always a privilege. Really, really lovely. And the pleasure is all mine. All right. Take care, y'all. See you um, soon. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Boundary Park Alert System, a QPod production hosted and produced weekly by Matt Dean, Andy Halliwell and Dave Bradley. QPod is Oldham's only dedicated podcast production company and if you'd like to learn more about how podcasting can help take your brand to the next level, visit kupod.co.uk. A huge thank you goes to all those people who subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. We really appreciate you all. Please visit oafcpodcast.co.uk and click Be a Supporter or find the link in the show notes if you'd like to help us fund the show. It's only $2.99 per month to subscribe, but if you'd rather make a one-off donation, please visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash podcast or click the link on our website. Don't miss the Latics Football phone-in every Wednesday live from 8.30pm. Please visit youtube.com forward slash at podcast and do hit subscribe while you are there. You can also follow and interact with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at podcast. Big thanks go to Eileen Finnegan for writing our excellent weekly blog, which we encourage you to read on our website every Saturday morning, and also to Paul Prendergast for providing us with all the Latics Mind questions. The title music for the show is by Manchester DJ and producer Starion, and for more information, visit bandcamp.com forward slash red laser records. If you'd like to be a guest or contribute to the show, we would love to hear from you. Until then, see you next time.